Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of An Evening in the Aughts podcast. We are a podcast that talks about the pop culture of the 2000s and early 2010s. I'm M. I'm Kay. And today we're finishing off, hopefully, uh, devil, The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, I think we'll be able to do this. We'll see. <laughs> we'll else. see. Uh, where did we leave, leave off again? The Calvin Klein skirts. Right. Okay. Give me a second. I think we went through how Andy was told by Miranda to go like a million things, like something about DeMarshall Yeh and a pony and then 10 Mm -hmm. or 15 skirts from Calvin Klein. And she tries asking her like, oh, what kind of skirts? And then Miranda is like, excuse me. You idiot. Yeah. How dare you ask? So now she needs to go find skirts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me just pull this up. And then Emily comes in and she's like, I'll take care of everything else. You go get the skirts. And then she's like me. And she's like, I'm sorry. Do you have some prior commitment? Some hideous skirt convention you have to go to. Oh, yes. Lots of burns from Emily. Um, let me see what else. Okay. Sorry. Let me just I have the thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can keep going. Um, yeah, okay. it shows her like walking around. She's like coming back with the bag of skirts. And then um, she's Emily calls her and is like now you need to go pick up 25 scarves from Hermes yes and she also has to pick up one of the twins um homework oh the twins always annoyed me same and she's like she wants more Starbucks when she gets back and then um and she finally comes back and then Emily's like I haven't left at all I need to go pee and that was kind of funny but oh yeah she was like the one girl um left and because she sliced her hand open with the letter opener yes that is correct and now it's time for a run through at 12 30 oh and this is where the famous um thing is right the speech by Miranda yes okay um here we go so okay so the run through is basically editors bringing in different options for a photo shoot and then Miranda chooses. And then um, they're like a huge deal. And yeah, Emily's it's a big like, deal. I don't know why you don't know that, Andrea. But she has to go in and like take notes. She has to go in and take notes. And so she is her in her still her um, hideous skirt convention shirt or skirt, I guess. Also, Giselle Bunchen like randomly makes a cameo. She like makes fun of... Um, Andy. <laughs> oh yeah. So she's not a good actor, but remember how you said though, that like, she didn't want to do it unless she didn't play a model. So she wanted to be, I guess, a what was the person's job? Like stylist? Probably. I, yeah, maybe like a makeup artist or something. I don't know. Probably one of those things. Yes. Sorry. My stupid computer keeps oh, giving me notifications it's okay and there's also a part about um the corn chowder of it all of like when she goes this is what I thought was sad so let's take a step back before the run through um so she goes down to the cafeteria Andy and she has 15 minutes for lunch Emily gets 30 I think that's illegal <laughs> Tell me I think I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure all of this is illegal honestly but yeah but like she's downstairs and she's like mm, corn chowder and so she like grabs for it and she like gets it off her sweater <laughs> oh and- yeah Stanley Tucci is like, mm, corn chowder, what a choice. Like, that's an interesting. It's in this one, he's like, what, are you a size six? And it's like. <laughs> he says that, um, so Andy is like, so none of the girls here eat anything. And then he's like, oh, not since a... two became the new four and zero became the new two. 
And then she's oh. like, well, I'm a six. And he says, well, that's the new 14. I know. <laughs> Very, so sad. I, I know different times. And also they're trying to make a point that like the fashion industry is like really mean about weight and like sizing, but just yes. like, would they say that in a movie today? Probs not. But well, I don't. I don't think it's offensive because, like you said, it's meant to show that like how warped it is and how unattainable things can be in the fashion industry. You guys. And honestly, um, I think it's yeah. still like that. Even though they're trying to pretend, they're like, "Oh, we have plus size models." No, they're still awful people who only like they want models to eat one apple a day, and like they and they care. only like- increase diversity as I heard it, to hide behind their flaws, you guys, just so you know. <laughs> They're using Victoria's people. Secret. Oh, Victoria, don't get me started. We should um watch the documentary on that and come back with our findings. I'll be real. I tried watching it and I kind You're of boring. got bored, but was it good? I haven't watched it. Um, I just know it connects it to Jeffrey Epstein, which of course it does. Ooh. But um. Anyway, so, okay, so yes, you're right. So then we go to the thing. It is like, a like you said, she takes notes. And so um, Miranda's like, okay, we need to figure out this, this, I don't know about this. And then Andy, if one thing I don't like about how Andy is so smug, and I know that she gets humbled quickly, but I feel like she's so smug because you're right. She's like, I'm not like other girls. I eat chowder. I wear hideous skirts. Like, I just don't like Andy at all. <laughs> Yeah, I have conflicted. Like, I feel like I used to hate Andy or not hate, but like when I was younger, I didn't like her, but like, I kind of get her a little bit more now, but she is kind of, yeah, very smug with herself. She's like, Miranda knows what I look like. I don't need to change. And it's like true, but also like you have access to like all these things and like this new, like, like, I don't know, like I'm not a fashionista, but it can be fun sometimes if I'm in the right mood, but I'm also like not like obsessed, but like if I were in Andy's position, I think I'd try to step it up a little bit. Also like you smirk, she goes like, oh, when they're, oh, we'll get to that scene. Sorry. I just found it. Um, so Miranda's looking through as we can tell she's very judgmental. She's like, no, no, I can't understand why it's so difficult to put this together. And one of the ladies who I believe she is the Wicked Witch in Once Upon a Time. Yeah. And I'm actually, it's funny because I'm rewatching Once Upon a Time and I'm on that season where Zelina, aka the redhead in this. Yes, yes, yes. She's she's like one of the minions. She's desperately wanting Miranda to like the stuff she brought. Um, so then she's like, we need a skirt or whatever. It's just not impressing Miranda. And so then Nigel's like, Nigel saves the day all the time. And he brings in like a fancy skirt or whatever. And then the belts. And then this is when Andy smirks. And I hate this part because she deserves to be humbled. I think she like, this is your boss. Okay. Like Andy. Yeah. Cause the redhead is like, she has yeah, two different belts. They're both like, they look like the same color to a person like myself who like is not really you know whatever and then the redhead is like here it's a tough call like they're so different and then yeah she like she like like, i'm so much smarter than everyone and then do you want to do the speech because i love this speech so much um if you do you want you can if you'd like um i'll i can do it so the miranda's like is something funny and andy's like no 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 you know me I don't know fashion it looks the same to me I don't know anything about this stuff and then everyone's like quiet because Miranda goes this stuff okay I understand you think this has nothing to do with you you go to your closet and select say that lumpy blue sweater because you're trying to tell the world that 
You take yourself too seriously to care what's on your body. What you don't know is that your sweater is not blue. It's not even sky blue. It's cerulean. You also don't know that in 2002, De La Renta did a collection of cerulean gowns. Yves Saint Laurent did, showed a cerulean military jacket. Dolce did skirts with cerulean beads. In our September issue, we did the definitive layout and the color. I think that's maybe an extra thing out here. Cerulean quickly... Um, appeared i think it goes like along the lines i think it's like I, this well this little squid a little bit long but basically she's like it was hand-picked by people in this room for you to just pick it from a pile of stuff andy and then andy's like oh <laughs> like and then yes and then she says that's all to andy and andy leaves humiliated yes um yeah she like cries and she leaves and then um I think, isn't this when she goes back to... She goes back home, right? Yeah. And she's telling Adrian Grenier, the chef boyfriend. Um, yes. Like, just telling him about what happened. And then he's like... <laughs> and then she's like, she's not happy unless everyone around her is panicked, nause- nauseous, <laughs> or suicidal. And, and then the clackers. clackers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian is like, the who? Also, okay, I'm just... I've never seen Entourage, but... He plays like a like an Adam Levine type guy, right? Oh, we'll get to Adam Levine in our Patreon episode today, you guys. Um, just, do you think he and Andy would match? And like, I still really see them as being very compatible. Compatible. No, but I guess in this one, he's not like other chefs. I don't know. So maybe that's why she likes him. Maybe, perhaps. Um, but he makes her a grilled shan- a grilled sorry a grilled cheese sandwich, which does look very good. But he's like, she's like, no, you know what? <laughs> everyone's so skinny there i'm not even going to eat this and he's like i that's like eight dollars worth of Jarlsberg in there he's just like you just have to stick it out for a year or whatever and then yeah. they're like i think they like be like playful and gross and stuff together oh <laughs> so oh yeah that there's she's like but i can't let miranda get to me i won't and he's like easy there tiger <laughs> I hate, they're just disgusting i just and he's one of the most unlikable characters i think in this movie who's just go well i go back on back and forth on um andy but i think my favorite might be like miranda's good and then i like emily as well i don't know i like all the supporting characters more because they're kind of funnier they have like they're more interesting than andy i think andy's just kind of you know whatever i guess andrea andrea (laughs) andy whatever she does change she gets i don't know oh she like she she's i guess she's not exactly like amazing at the end her friends feel like she betrays her spoiler this betrays her old self but like i don't know i think she gets um humbled and i think also less i don't know like more professional i don't know (laughs) yeah next is montage i think of her doing um tasks for miranda like such as have the brakes checked on my car Where's the piece of paper I had in my hand yesterday morning? <laughs> like, <laughs> have you ever had a boss like this? Um, I will say I've in all of my, I'm probably at a place now or like the place I'm at now has the best bosses, like not perfect, but like probably the best. I've had what? some pretty like awful people as managers and bosses. And I can't um, believe I like dealt with that for that. Long. I would like to out not, I don't forgot their names. <laughs> I would like to out the managers at Texas Roadhouse and I don't want to get rid of, I don't want to share my location, but if you know who I am and you somehow knew me from then, you know who you are. You guys were assholes. I'm sorry. 
mother for hearing me curse, but they were the worst people. They were so mean. I was a hostess. They yelled at us. I really worked our butt off to get any respect like there. And they were horrible people. And I hope they're suffering. <laughs> you know, I had one at a cupcake shop who's really mean. And like one time, um, like I was, I had a shift to get, she was a minimum wage shift. I should have just quit right then and there. This is also minimum wage. <laughs> yeah. And I was just was like, Hey, like my tire, like I'm coming back from a long road trip and my tire is like, I had to spend the night in the middle of nowhere. Cause my tire, my tire went out or whatever. And then she texted me back. Don't bother me with all of your problems. And the thing is, I should have gone off on her, but I was too afraid to, but like now I just, you, I, I should have just quit. And I stayed for a little while and then I got another job and then I saw her at the drive-thru of my next job and she's like, Oh, hi. And I was really nice to her and I shouldn't have been, I should have spit on her freak. Just kidding. You should have thrown it on the ground. (laughs) I know I want, I've kind of, it's too late now. It was a million years ago, but part of me wishes I could have like submitted a review and named them and been like, they're horrible oh. people. Do not eat at this establishment. Go to their competitors' um, Outback Steakhouse right across the street, you guys. And that cupcake shop doesn't even exist anymore. I think it shut down. But the thing is, um, on Be Real, <laughs> I was looking through my contacts. She's on Be Real, so I found her, and I just I really want to do something that because I usually would write a Google review and name them out, but the, the place doesn't exist anymore, and she probably doesn't work there anymore. It's mm. like, so in my head, I'm like, I want to ruin. Your life. Maybe see just where she looks. Just kidding, you guys. This is I won't jokes. do this. It's all no, just jokes. Just jokes. I was gonna say maybe you could find her LinkedIn and see where she works now, and then like be like, "Hey, you guys should not know it's like, too much. Should... Never mind. Stop." No, but like <laughs> I would really like her to feel the way that I felt. I think that's what a lot of people feel I... when they get bad treatment yeah. at work. It's like you don't want to actually do anything bad to someone, but you just want them to feel and like recognize that they're all people. <laughs> I know because it's like I here's like if I were a manager. I feel like, and I have before been sort of over people. I've never treated people like that. No. And I also hate micromanagers too. Like, I hate that. I would not like, I probably, the thing is because I'm too quiet, I'll probably never be in a place of leadership or power at work. (laughs) So I'm never going to get promoted to thought probs. Um, and I don't know if I'd want to be over people, but like, I just think I'd be a good manager and that I would, I would leave people alone and I would just be nice to them. And that's all we want. That's all I want. Sorry for the segue. I just, every so often I get reminded of the a-holes that I worked with, worked for, and I really hope they add, they have been humbled, not super humbled where like their lives are ruined, but humbled at their current jobs by another manager who treats them poorly. So they know how they treated us. But anyway, sorry. I think everyone, and no one's going to get mad. (laughs) Everyone feels that way or has felt that way. Yes. I was just making sure people don't think we're actually going to do anything. No, it's just all like... It's just jokes, you guys. Um, okay, so then after the montage, Andre kind of is like, she finally has Isaac. <laughs> Miranda always is like, give me Isaac. And she's finally like, I have Isaac. And then we see Emily, and I guess it's Friday because Andy's like, wow, she's trying to make small talk. Uh, what what you doing this weekend? And Andy and Emily's like, F off. Like, what don't talk to me. And then Emily's like, or Andy's like, well, my dad's coming in for the weekend. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Andy, Andy's like, sorry. Do you, oh, sorry. She's like, do you do anything fun this weekend? Are you doing anything? And Emily's like, yes. And she walks away. <laughs> I do love Emily. Yeah. And then we see them, um, just Andy and her dad from Ohio at dinner. And then Andy's like, yeah, Nate said it was, or he wanted to apply here, but they wanted someone with more experience. And like, just kind of, and then the dad is like, here's some money. Cause I don't want you to be behind on your rent. And then how old is Andy? That's what we were discussing last episode. No one really knows. Okay. So she, did she get her master's or not? 
maybe but like so we know she graduated i'm assuming this is her first real job so i'm assuming between the ages of like 22 and like 26 maybe yeah i or 20 i don't know like 24 25 i have no idea 25 like grad school but um i wonder how much what's this i don't think chefs like unless you're like bobby flay (laughs) make that much money but i don't know yeah i think maybe it's kind of a while to get up to like like, 2004 yeah i have no idea but so they're probably not doing great um and then like the dad is just kind of voicing his concern for Andy. Cause he's like, we get emails from you at your office at 2 AM and your pay is terrible. You don't get to write anything. That's not. Like- and then Andy's like, Hey, not fair. I hate when people say that. Yeah. I wrote those emails. <laughs> and it's like, da- the dad's like, Shh, Andy, I'm seriously concerned about you. And then she's like, listen, this opens up so many doors for me. It's great. And then her phone starts um, buzzing. We also learned that she got accepted to Stanford Law, but she turned it down to be a journalist. That's what the dad said. Which I wouldn't want to be either, but like, I wouldn't want to be a journalist. I don't know. That's just me. (laughs) I myself, I would love to be a journalist or an editor, but. Oh, yeah, huh? (laughs) (laughs) You guys look into it for k okay <laughs> if you want um okay so miranda is bothering her on her weekend so the dad's like but the but miranda's like i have to get it and so we see miranda or sorry yeah miranda is in miami and it's like a hurricane she's like my flight is canceled some weather problem i need you to get me home tonight there's a recital for my twins and then andy's like um there's a hurricane right and we're just like what no it's just drizzling and then you hear lightning crash or you see lightning and then thunder crashing and like the palm trees in the back are just like swaying and stuff but so yes she's trying she's like get me home and she hangs up so andy is all of a sudden like in a tailspin and panicking so she's like calling people to like can you please let miranda your jet and then no one else is doing no one is wanting to do it because it's a hurricane (laughs) yeah so yeah and he's like freaking out and then her dad is like let's just go watch chicago like there's nothing you can do like it's there's a literal like hurricane like the planes can't fly during this like it's not gonna happen yeah <laughs> and uh so it's the next day at work Ooh, and yeah. she gets like called into miranda's office or something and um miranda's like the girls recital was absolutely wonderful they played Rachmaninoff. I don't know the name. Everyone <laughs> loved it. Everyone except me because sadly I was not there. And then Andy is like, I'm so sorry. And then I do feel bad for Andy at this point. Because she's like about to cry. And then Miranda's being mean. She's like, do you know why I hired you? I always hire the same girl. Stylish, slender, of course. Worships the <laughs> magazine. But so often they turn out to be, I don't know, disappointing and um, stupid. So with you, that impressive resume and the big speech about your so-called work ethic, I thought you'd be different. I said to myself, <laughs> go ahead. Give me a chance. Hire the smart, fat girl. I had hope. My God, I live on it. Anyway, you ended up disappointing me more than um more than any of the other silly girls. Like Andy's like dying inside. And she's like, that's all. <laughs> so Andy um was obviously having a hard time. And then she's like, Emily's like, where are you going? And because Andy's running down the hallways all dramatically, but she runs into Nigel, who actually, even though Nigel did call her a size 14, which is fine, you guys. He just is demeaning it in a derogatory way. She is kind of like friendly with him. He's kind of friendly to her. So she's like, Nigel, she hates 
And he's like, and that's not my problem because, wait, no, it's not my problem. <laughs> he's like, please, I need help. Yeah, he's like, so it. quit. <laughs> She's like, what? And he's like, we, well, why don't, or something, he's like, why don't we can give it to someone else? Someone who actually wants to be here. Like, you don't even want to be here. And then he's like, what? No, I, I want to be here. And he's like, Andy, please, to be serious. Like, you're not trying. What is he saying? You're not trying. You're whining. Yeah. But like, okay. I, the thing is, I feel like she is trying. So yes. I feel, I, I do feel very side. bad for her. But right I know I'm on her side. Yeah. Yeah, but like, so I kind of hate that because, okay, guys, at work, sometimes that, this happens to me where I feel like I'm putting like my all into things. Yeah. And then they're like, you need to do more. And it's like, I am. And like, so I get, it's like frustrating when people are like, are already kind of good at something. And then they're like, just try harder. It's like, no, like I just need yeah. more time or experience or something. So I, I'm very much on her side at this point. And I also love complaining about my job. So I love I- complaining. I just in general, I love complaining, <laughs> but I agree. Even though I did bag on Andy rag on Andy, whatever, uh, earlier, I do feel bad for her here. Um, I will say though, I do like Nigel's approach of tough love. Like he is right. Like she did get the chance to be at this very prestigious job and yes, it's hell, but it's only for a year. Like, I was only attached to Texas Roadhouse for like four months. But it felt like a year. Did it open up my my career? No, not at all. But I don't know. So, like, I understand. I feel bad for her. And Miranda is horrible. But Nigel is right. Like, you, listen, I know you can do this. Like, don't quit. I mean, I know you, you would quit. But you can do this. I will help you, blah, blah, blah. And so... Yeah. So yeah. Nigel just gives tough love, which is what I think Andy needs. That is true. Cause like, yeah, he's kind of, yeah. Just saying that, yeah. Other people would take this job in like five minutes and like, he tells her, wake up six. She's wake up six. <laughs> I think he calls her six always. Um, but then, so then she's like, Nigel, give me a makeover, which Not I would have killed. Nigel, can you do this to me, please? I beg of you. Cause Andy gets to go to like the, um, the magazine, like they have a salon and they have like closet. I think they have samples and stuff that people, I guess maybe they just don't want for shoots. I don't know how no one is mad at Andy for wearing these. Like, I don't like, can you do that? At, like, I guess, well, I guess Nigel's in charge. So maybe it's fine. I guess she kind of got lucky in who she made friends with or, you know, got, oh yeah. Like her only friend there, like very lucky. And yeah, he's being kind of like, these are all sample sizes, two and four. <laughs> so like, it's like, I guess his poncho will work. <laughs> and he's like, don't, don't just stand there. We have to go to the beauty department too. And who knows how long that will take. So he's insulting her, but helping her at the same time. <laughs> all right. So I don't think it's, is it the same day or the next day? Or does it I'm going to say it's like this. Maybe it's the same day. I think it's how day. long was Andy gone for? <laughs> I don't know. Cause how does she not get in trouble? I don't know. Well, so then Emily's talking to Giselle Bunchen and she's like, I have no idea why Miranda hired her. And then Serena, or sorry, but Giselle was like, me neither. The other day we were in the beauty department and she held up the shoe and mirror eyelash curler, or an eyelash curler and said, what is this? <laughs> Guess what? I don't use an eyelash curler. <laughs> so that's me. I do, but I always crimp my eyelashes wrong. Like they become crimped. <laughs> um, I'm worried that. Piles up no eyelashes. Out. 
I'm worried they'll be ripped out by the eyelash curlers. So I can't do it. That's why I can't even oh. though I probably could benefit from it. But I just can't do it. <laughs> well, I need all the help I can get. Cause my, I have like barely any eyelashes. So would you ever get eyelash extensions? No. Cause they don't last very long. And like, there's I just feel like they're just so high maintenance. You have to wash them like shampoo. Yeah. And you have to get them done like six, every six weeks. It's kind of like how I am with the nails. Like I don't get my nails done. And mm. like, I also, this is just a me thing. It's no big deal if you have them, but like long nails kind of gross me out on myself. I feel like they're going to snap in half and I just don't like, I always want to bite them. Like I, I I'm just me. a humble <laughs> butler and paint my nails at home, <laughs> but like I, um, I bite my nails. And so I've been trying to stop. And it's been okay, but if they get too long, I start to want to like gnaw at them. So like I can't like, get them too long. That's not me. I don't bite my nails, but like especially long natural nails, that just it kind of grosses me out because it's like, what if that snaps in that. half? Like yeah, I, they're kind of more flimsy than fake ones. Yes, and that just it bothers me. And that's just me. Like mm-hmm. I would love to be able to get like fancy nails all the time, but I just can't do it because like I just too much time, money, and also I can't like in this economy. I know. <laughs> I just it's not for me, but. Anyway, we see- so oh yeah, go ahead. Oh well, yeah, and and so like they're just gossiping about Andy. Mm-hmm. Andy walks in. She looks amazing. A makeover. She's wearing. Are you wearing the Chanel boots? Yeah, I am. I love that quote so much. So Emily is obviously feels like an idiot because Andy looks very professional, mm-hmm. and she answers the phone perfectly. Can you imagine if she walked in and then she answers the phone and was like Mrs. Priestley's office, and then actually like she messed up and ruined the whole thing? Yeah. But she sits down. She's like Miranda Priestley's office. She's not in. I'll leave word. Oh. She doesn't even say goodbye. No. Um. And then so then we just get another montage. Correct um is or not yet is it the vogue montage because the script yes. is not telling me anything so. so she's walking around do you have a favorite outfit of hers okay so literally the only one that's popping into my head is the one where she's like in all white and isn't it like a news with the beret hat? or something yeah so yeah, yeah. That's the only let one me I've look up um andy Sachs montage outfits, outfits. Devil. She looks good and everything. I'm trying to think if there's one I hate. Um, uh, yeah, I can't. Oh, I because it is. It's kind of dated, but it's kind of it works still because it's nice stuff. Okay, let me look through her stuff. Um. Okay. So blah 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 blah. I, also, her hair does look way better. Um, it's all sleek. Yeah, all sleek. She has bangs. There's one with like a green coat. I'm or no, right? Green coat. It has leopard trim. I really yes. like it. She has, oh, then the Chanel boots she's wearing with like a blazer. Wait. Is, okay. There might be one that I hate. That's like um, a uh, newsboard to the side with a giant like Chanel. Oh, that's later. That's when she delivers okay. the book and she, she goes into Miranda's home. And or that's no, like the worst upstairs. outfit to be caught doing something bad in. I know. Cause <laughs> you know, so she's ridiculous. like, I look like a French woman. And it's like, no, ma'am, you do not. Not my favorite. I'm not a beret person myself. I know. Um, yeah, so she just she looks very nice, very put together. I honestly would probably wear, except for the um outfit where she goes into Miranda Priestley's upstairs. <laughs> I would wear every yeah. outfit probably. Wait, is there point. one? Okay, never mind. This is a different scene. There's one kind of ugly shirt that's like polka dots. Polka dots. <laughs> but I think it's when Emily's sick. Like, spoiler. Oh, I'll look that up. Yeah, later. I do. Do you like her outfits in Paris when she goes spoiler? Um, I'm actually going to look that up so I can be prepared for that. Um, oh, is it this one? You don't yeah. like that one? I, I don't actually like don't it. mind it. I don't like the belt though. It's just not my thing, but I do. I don't mind it. 
I will say, I don't think Emily has good taste. She wears a lot of black. Like, what the heck is this? Star Trek. Oh, uh, yeah, that doesn't look (laughs) very good. (laughs) I also feel like, too, um, Emily wore the worst dress to the gala or whatever. She's like, I'm wearing Valentino. And it's just not my favorite. But that's just me. It's not. Yeah, it's just it's yeah, not the best, I guess. Um, Yeah. Like, oh, so wait. So, okay, the Chanel boots, are they like pants boots? I'm looking at a picture. uh, Let me see because they disappear under her jacket (gasps) oh are they they like thigh high boots are they but they that's really long that's like really tall (laughs) another thing that's interesting too that's very like of the time is her shirt underneath her blazer has like giant sequins yeah yeah no i know it's kind of funny um anyway okay so also, I'd be willing to record another episode to finish this movie. Okay, want. I can. Yeah, I have time. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, um, let me get back to the thing. Oh, yeah. So montage. She's looking great. She has a vest on. Probably not literally because I don't think I don't think they would take kindly to people wearing vests at this moment in time at runway. Um, let me see. Um. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out where we are at. Oh, so I think she goes to, um, she has oh, a dinner with her friends, right? In the oh, place. yes. Her ungrateful friends. So she goes with her friends. She's a fashionista now. And she's like giving them stuff Miranda just doesn't want anymore. And it's all really, really nice stuff. So she gave her friend, um, uh, she gave a phone to her husband, her, sorry, her boyfriend. And it's from Charlie Rose, I guess. And then she, it's $750. And then, um, then she gave her friend a bag. It's Marc Jacobs and it's like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then I think she gives beauty products to her other friend. Also very expensive, but they're all jerks. Well, not right now. What but- a question. So the friend who she gives the Marc Jacobs bag to, she's like, this is sold out everywhere. Where did you get this? It's $1,900. So does a friend have money? She's making fun of Andy for being like, you know, expensive and fancy. Does a friend who's like an artist, does she have money to spend on Marc Jacobs bags? Like, why is she like, I know what a hypocrite. Like, you think that Andy sells out because she likes fashion now? And then, (laughs) and also Adrian Grenier is like, why do women need so many bags? Like, he's the worst. junk in one and you're done. (laughs) Girl, go eat your Yarl's burger burger. (laughs) by yourself. No one likes you. I, I don't like him at all. But yeah, she's giving them all their presents. Um, and yeah, yeah, who knew that there was more than yeah to than fancy purses to runway? <laughs> no, and um, it looks like someone's been drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> Shut up, Adrian Grenier. <laughs> I oh, and you know what's annoying? It's because um they were talking, they were trying to be all pr- like smart and like cool. Like, did you read this essay by this guy? Blah blah blah. blah. Joan Didion. And like, I I will say I have read one of Joan Didion's books. It was actually very sad, wait, but it was I good. Might- I might have to say, um, Joan Didion, RIP. Is that like, yeah. a, is that like a thing? I just saw like one thing. I don't really know. She, much. I think she is dead. Is this new? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not. Okay. It's from I last year. So. I just yeah. saw on House and Habits um, story. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. I read play it as it play it as it lays and it's very sad, but she's a good writer, but I hate how they're like, Andy's taking a phone call. I'm too smart to interrupt me. Like, shut up. I um, yeah, I hate how like doesn't her phone ring and they all like play um hot potato with it I'm and it's Miranda. So mad. I just cause like no one understand like I wouldn't they understand kind of the anxiety that comes from having an awful boss? Like wouldn't they just be nice like and yes. just 
And she just gave them gifts. She did not have to give them to them. No. I And then she calls them assholes, which is very deserved, I think. But they're like, and he's not cool anymore. No. <laughs> okay. And so then, okay, so she has to go find James Holt, who's a designer, and it's like at this party. And he's also the mentalist. No, wait, no, that's the other guy. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. James Holt is a different guy. She meets the guy who plays the mentalist there. I'm sorry. I got confused. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, and I forgot what she's doing for him. She just is giving him like a magazine. I don't know what it is. Um, let me see what it says. Blah, 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 blah. Um, it, like I literally have no idea what James um, Holt, blah blah blah. Oh yeah. Oh picking wait. Up, oh, That's picking up Miranda's something. dress for the benefit. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. Okay. Oh, and then James is annoying too because Andy, I guess, has one of his bags on or something. He's like, well, he's like open woven leather, placed by hand and finished with a suede trim. Who made this fantastic thing? And Andy's like, you did. It's like. Duh. I just ugh, so pretentious <laughs> and annoying. So like Andy's surrounded by annoying people. Yeah. And then she meets um, yes. list, I think, who's wearing a scarf, a tiny scarf. Yes. And I do like him. What's his what's the actor's name again? I don't know. <laughs> the mentalist. He's <laughs> just the mentalist. I like the mentalist in the mentalist, but in this I don't understand what she sees in him because he's kind of I don't know. I don't think he's cute. That's just me though. Yeah. Um oh his name is Christian Thompson in this, but we're gonna right. call him the mentalist. And what is he again? Is he a journalist? yeah he's like a writer guy okay okay he's writer guy yeah so he's like going up to Andy, and he's like oh blah 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 blah. you work for miranda or whatever and she's like um she's like oh she's like christian thompson i I know you're stuck like she's like a fan of his i guess yeah um and then he's also kind of mean he's like oh you're you're miranda's like assistant you'll never survive her and then i think oh he like negs is that thing of negging (laughs) No uh, where you say that and then there's like a compliment later so he's like because you're smart um because smart, you're nice and you have a point of view or something like that calls her miranda girl but he's also like oh send over your writing stuff your, your articles i'd love to take a look your janitor's expose or whatever it was okay. <laughs> when you wrote your college paper i don't know yeah. i'm not a journalist you guys i don't know what they want um <laughs> uh okay so blah 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 okay so at this point um i think uh she's like gotta go and um is it the next day at work maybe i think so i think i'm reading a script that's like way too long because it mentions how she uh makes up with her boyfriend but we don't care about that anyway so who cares oh does she oh this okay i don't know i I don't know it's fine I think there's a preview of James. Yes. So Miranda, so that what she got from James was his sketches of her dress. And then I think James is doing a preview. And so then she's like, Miranda is like, move up the time. And I think it's because she hates it. So cause we find out later. So, um, and I just like, what? And then, so Andy and Nigel are become friends where she actually kind of insults him, not insults him, but they're sarcastic with each other. And then he's like, they're not expecting us until Tuesday. Did she say why? She's like, yes. She explained every detail of her decision making. Then we brushed each other's hair and, gra- and ga- or brushed each other's hair and gabbed about American Idol. He's like, I see your point. So they're going to the preview. And Andy's like, what's the preview? Which is kind of fun. I kind of like how they explain like 
fashion terminology in the fashion world. So he's like, what's a preview anyway? And he's like, Miranda insists on seeing all the designers collections before they show them. And she tells them what they think, what she thinks. In her way, there's a scale. One nod, good. More than one nod, very good. There's only one actual smile on record. Tom Ford, 2001. She doesn't like it. She shakes her head. And then Andy is like, and it's kind of like, as he's saying this, it shows Miranda what Locke, like seeing all the stuff. And as she, and then he's like, she doesn't love it as we can tell. And Nigel says, and then there's a pursing of the lips. And then Andy's like, what does that mean? And you see Miranda, I think she saw her dress that James designed for her. It is mm. really ugly. She is correct in hating it. And she purses her lips. And then Nigel says, catastrophe. <laughs> he's like, just go to the model. And then James is visibly breaking down. <laughs> so... Yeah um okay let's see what else well she's like so because she pursed her lips he's gonna change his entire collection and then he's like you still don't get it do you idiot (laughs) miranda's is the only opinion that matters and then um at this point so i guess we can end the episode just or not yeah episode um miranda is like giving all these duties to um andy being like call my husband and confirm dinner and she's like done and I'll need a change of clothes. Well, I've already messaged your out or messengered your outfit over to the shoot. And then she's like, fine, Andrea, I'd like you to deliver the book to my home tonight. So she's, we've seen her grow. This is where, this is where Andy though messes up so bad. <laughs> and she's like, okay, have Emily give you the key to my, my house. Mm-hmm. So Emily is like, Andy, this is a huge, huge deal. I have to tell you every single thing you do. And just like the thing that Nigel did where he explained a preview, you see Andy follow all the rules as Emily is is explaining it. So Emily's like, all right, the driver will take you to Miranda's townhouse. And so we see Andy in the thing and she has the dry dry cleaning as well. And then she's like, let yourself in. So Andy lets herself in and she's into like a very fancy townhome um, with like a marble floored foyer and a really big staircase and like, and everything. So then Emily's like, do not talk to anyone. Do not look at anyone. Um, You must be invisible. And so then like, Andy's like, okay, yeah. And so Emily keeps telling her. So we see her, like she's entering the house. She's like, hang the dry cleaning in the closet across from the stairs. And there are two closets right across from the stairs. <laughs> Do you think Emily did this on purpose? I don't know. But the thing is, okay, I feel for Andy because this has happened to me before where it's like people give me instructions on something. on like where something is, but they're not specific enough. And it's like, I have no other con. Like, I, it is just frustrating. So I yeah, feel for Andy right now. So like, so maybe then- she did it on purpose. <laughs> I think she did. So Emily, I'm uh, sorry, Andy's then, is, so then Andy's like, what? And then Emily's also like, oh, the voiceover. And leave the book on the table with the flowers. And there are like three tables with flowers all down there. Um. So Andy obviously is like, what do I do? <laughs> and then the weird twins show up. <laughs> yeah, they're like on, they're like 50 feet above, like on the giant staircase. And they're like, what'd they say? You leave. Oh, wait, no, what, what do they say? It's the door on the left. <laughs> And so then Andy's like, okay, okay. And then she's like, what now with the book? And they're like, uh, you can give it to us, which obviously Andy, you idiot. Like you can tell they're not supposed to have the book. Like Andy should have known that even if she left the book on the wrong table, that's so much better than giving it to the 12 year old twins. (laughs) I know. I mean, I literally, I think this is what I would do. 
assuming Miranda enters through the front door, put it on the very front table so she sees it immediately. So then she doesn't accuse you of like stealing it because then you know she sees it and then she's aware of it. Yeah, I agree. It's as long as it's on a table, I think it's fine. She did the worst. But like, do what do you think is the correct table? I don't remember because later on it shows her putting it on the right one. Yeah. Which one was it though? It wasn't the glass one. It wasn't the one. The one with the seat next to it and it had like Miranda uh, lilies in it. Yeah, I think that might be the right table. Okay. I, that would make sense because there's a seat. So maybe Miranda wants to sit down and look at it. Okay. But, still, but yeah. <laughs> Candy, just you just drop it on the one that's like kind of next to the closet or like that one smaller table. Just any table. Don't give it to the twins. Like, And then it gets so bad because Andy starts walking up the stairs and you hear Miranda argue with her husband. And it's like, Andy, get the F out of there. I would have thrown it and left because that's worse that she heard like Miranda's private life. Yeah, yeah, she's fighting with her husband. She's like, well, what did you expect me to do? Walk out in the middle of a cover shoot? And he's like, I rushed out of an investment commitment meeting and sat there waiting for you for almost an hour. And they're just like, it's not going well. No. So then Miranda sees her and then Andy's just like, she like drops the book and just runs out of there. She I don't know if we do go back to work. <laughs> she sets it in front of her feet. She like turns around and she sets it down and then she leaves. Like so oh bad. Oh my she I know. She could have said something, I think. And I think she should have been like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know where to put this. Um, Here you go. And then just like leave. But she did. She did all the wrong things. <laughs> she did all the wrong things. And then Miranda also must be livid, but also kind of embarrassed. Because mm-hmm. Miranda puts off a facade of perfection, but she is arguing with her husband, with her brat twins. <laughs> Anyway, so it's the next morning. Obviously, Andy probably has nervous diarrhea. <laughs> she goes in. She told Emily what happened. She's like, you went upstairs? Why don't you just climb into bed with her and ask for a bedtime story? So it's interesting you think she had nervous diarrhea because the way I perceived her walking in, she looked really like happy and smug. And then it's like she did nothing Andy wrong. Andy not get anxious. Maybe Andy doesn't get anxious. No, I feel like she did. I feel Andy thought she did like nothing wrong. I, that's all I feel. Like, I really think she Get thought right. she did nothing like because Andy so confident do you not understand like people's expressions like did you see Miranda's expression like just I don't know I would have had my nervous diarrhea walking in that day because I, I think Andy gets it I don't know if she gets it quite yet like I you know like the just but I see maybe she had a little bit but she's like no Miranda knows me she, yeah she, well she's always that like that me I actually I am smart I'm the smartest one here like yeah. But so then um, um, Emily's like, don't you understand? If you get fired, this will jeopardize uh, Paris for me. And then, oh, then this is all funny. She's like, and if that happens, I will search every Blimpies in that tri-state area until I find you and kill you. <laughs> Blimpies is hilarious. And then Andy's like, what? She's going to fire me? And then like, and it's, uh, Emily's like, she's not happy. Which of course, not, and of course not Andy. Like, oh. So then Miranda calls Andy into her office. She's like, I need the new Harry Potter book for the twins. And Andy's like, okay, I'll go down to Barnes and Nobles right now. And <laughs> <laughs> like, did you fall and down and smack your little head on the pavement? And then Andy's like, no. And then Miranda's like, we have all the published Harry Potter books. The girls wants to know what happens next. She's like, you want the unpublished manuscript? And then Miranda's like, is there a problem? We know everyone in publishing, it shouldn't be a problem because you can do anything, right? Ah! I hate so, when she says that. 
too because so. it sounds um it's so passive aggressive and just scary so Andy's like yeah okay I'll be right back with that and so she's obviously panicking it's actually a miracle she met the mentalist because he eventually <laughs> does help her out he does well if you didn't have the mentalist what would you do would you just find a copy off the internet like a fake fan fiction and <laughs> I don't think there's anything you could do. Like she would have just had to quit. And like, I think so. The mentalist did save her life or her career or like, but she, you know, like saved her job, I guess. And she's like, I need the books by good book by three because they're going to be at their grandmother's on the train. Um, And she's like, I also need my steak. And she's like, okay. <laughs> my steak. <laughs> but <then> steak. <laughs> Someone bring in my steak. My steak. Oh yeah. <laughs> Michael. Um, Okay, so then Andy's like, okay, I'm gonna try the best I can. I'm gonna do this. Um, and so Andy goes to get um steak the, the rest of the steak, and it's closed right now, so she's like, shoot. But then she's like, excuse me, excuse me, it's from a random bracelet, okay, please. And I guess I let her in, which is very nice. He recognizes her. I'm sure she's very nice to them, so they're like, okay. And so I always liked, I'm not a fan of steak, you guys, but uh, I do like how it sizzles on the um, grill. I like steak. And then, um, uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. Well, doesn't she bring it to Miranda? She like sets it all nice in front of her desk. And then Miranda comes up and she's like, I don't want that. And then she like throws it into the sink. Yeah. Oh yeah. Annie does. She throws it in and the the plate breaks so she's already kind of failed i think one yeah she's like okay i gotta get the harry potter manuscript so then she's in the taxi and i think at that point she was calling her boyfriend right she's like i think i'm just gonna quit yeah and so adrian grenier is like i'm gonna buy all the special cheese and strawberries to celebrate and like <laughs> my Jarlsberg. Look at her. <laughs> but of course she hangs up on well she doesn't hang up on him but she sees kristen thompson aka the mentalist um, on an advertisement on a bus. She's like, wait a minute. I think I can get some help. So she calls Christian. She's like, hey, um, I need um I need help. I need the Harry Potter manuscript. And he's like, What? You gotta be kidding. He's like, it can't be done. She's like, I there's no plan B, only plan A for Miranda. And so um I guess Kristen Thompson is like Oh, sorry. That was before the stake. Okay. Now we're back to the, now we're blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. So then I'm just going to go through. It's a lot of panicking and getting coffee and all this stuff. Um, and so then we go back to the office. Oh no. Christian gives her, I guess he's like, Oh, sorry. I got the manuscript for you. A friend of a friend is a cover art. She has a manuscript. And she's like, I, I did it. I, <laughs> that means I did something right and I can't quit my job and then he's like Andy stop talking to me and go give it to your boss or you'll get fired and she's like okay okay so she meets him at the St. Regis <laughs> and then he gives her the manuscript blah 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 so she makes a ton of copies blah 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 and so then um I'm just skipping through the, this the extra stuff okay so then it is almost three o'clock. And so Andy walks in, I believe. No, Miranda walks in. Wait, hold on. I think oh, she puts it in. on her, she puts it on her desk. Miranda walks in or Andy walks in. Okay. So then um, Miranda stands there and sees what happened. And she's like, what is this? What are my twins supposed to do with this one copy? Share. And then Andy's like, actually, I made two. And they were uh, bound and they're with them on the train to um the grandmamas <laughs> whatever <laughs> um 
And so then Andy just is a cool and calm and collected. And then she's like, is there anything else I could do for you? And Marina's like, that's all. That's all. And so she is probably very oppressed. And Andy is probably very oppressed with herself. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, okay. And so then it's like, okay, good for Andy, but yeah. So I think she's home and she's working on the science project for one of the twins. Yeah, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> I love that joke. I feel like that joke has been done so many times where someone has to, like a nanny has to do like the child's homework and it's always like the solar system. I don't know. I feel like that's always a thing. It's kind of funny. And it's always too, like, it's always like people doing crap stuff for their job, but yeah. it is what it is. Um, so of course she forgot to tell Nate that she actually was able to complete the task and did not get fired. So he's like, Hey, I bought some strawberries, but they were like $5 a strawberry, but I figured since you quit. And she's like, um, I actually didn't quit. And I realized it doesn't make sense to throw off these months of hard work. I just had a moment of weakness. That's all. And he's really like annoying about it. He's like, either that or your job sucks and your boss is a wacko whatever it's your job she's like Nate and then I think they get kind of um sensual right now because she's like right um she's like well I I'm still me but I got a new dress and look what's under it like, oh yeah they get gross they're just really gross they don't really have good like chemistry or anything they um, really don't no so okay so now we're back to i think this is where we hear the famous um line <laughs> so another famous one so they're gathering around they're like senior staff members of the magazine and they're discussing like oh. i think a photo shoot or stuff for the next uh uh thing for april the next issue so like okay well what do we focus on and it's like one thought was enamel bangles pendants and then miranda's like we did that two years ago what else and then jocelyn is like oh i believe is zelina i don't remember i want to say just before this was a photo shoot and um there's like this line where um andy's like talking to stanley tucci and she's like my personal life is hanging by thread us all and then he's like join the club that's what happens when you start doing well at work darling let me know when your whole life goes up in smoke that yeah time for a promotion so I, I just that always sticks with me they're all miserable <laughs> yes um bs so sorry i don't know why i must have missed that one but anyway um okay so then oh yeah so then jocelyn Zelina's like well they're showing a lot of florals for spring and Miranda says florals for spring groundbreaking which <laughs> i know um okay so then that's when i think that's when it's like oh we're doing an industrial space, blah, blah, blah. And then Marina's um, like, genius, Nigel, or whatever. So Nigel is her favorite, I'm pretty sure. But also, like, no, she, like, she taps him in the back. Yeah. Okay. So then they're talking about, I guess, sorry, it's not a gala, it's a benefit. And so uh, Emily was going to go, but I guess um, Andy is also going. So they're, like, trying to figure out. Uh, well, so Andy is seeing Emily, and she's sick. And she's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I've been looking forward to him for months. And then I'm sick. I'm wearing Valentino. And she's just been eating string cheese or whatever. Um, and then let's see. So Andy, for, yeah. So she has to go help because um, Emily's sick. And so Emily's job basically at the gala is she stands next to Miranda. And like all these people come up to Miranda and they're like, Miranda. And so there's like this binder full of the people that she meets, like their names and faces. And so it's 
Emily's job to like tell like memorize all the names and stuff and whispers them to Miranda. And so mm-hmm. now um Andy has to learn all these people's names by the end of the night or something. <laughs> so, like, it's also Nate's birthday. So yeah. it's of course on his birthday and they're gonna have a birthday party for him. And so she's telling her friend, she's like, listen, I'll be there as soon as I can. I just have to do this thing really fast. And so Lily's like, oh, Andy, whatever. <laughs> so um Oh, okay. Then Nigel's like, I have a dress for you. Is it also Chanel? I don't remember. Probs. I don't know. But okay. she's really pumped yeah. about it. She's like, would that fit me? And he's like, a little Crisco and some fishing line and we're in business. Yeah. Five, six, <laughs> like disgusting. It's like, okay. I remember in the, I remember the outtakes. I think he improvised that because there were several different takes of things he said instead oh. of Crisco and fishing line or whatever. You know, I love outtakes and deleted scenes. I do too. Um, so they're at the benefit and then, so we see Andy, she looks really nice. She's wearing red lipstick. And then, um, we see Emily. So Emily still looks sick and she's wearing, um, Valentina, which is, oh, Andy, you look chic. And it's, um, Andy's like, you look so thin. And then Emily is very flattered. And I think they're becoming friends now, possibly, perhaps, um, Okay. And then, okay. They're inside and there are a million fancy peeps and we see Miranda and she's like, um, asking people like, who are these people, blah, blah, blah. And people keep coming in. And so Emily has been whispering into Miranda's ear, like who these people are. So then there's a guy that comes in and, um, Miranda's like, who is this? And it's a couple. And Emily's like, um, I, I, um, I, blah, 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 blah. And Andy is like, saves the day. And is like, that's ambassador Franklin. And that's the woman he left his wife for. Um, and yeah. And then Andy's like, pats herself on the back. <laughs> yeah. She did a good job tonight, but then she runs she has to leave because it's her boyfriend's birthday. oh wait there's one person that they we need to mention because she shows up later so there's a really fancy lady that comes in and it is Jacqueline who is actually from the editor of French Runway so yes. it's just something to keep in mind yes and then the investor guy right or who's the guy with her I believe so yeah 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 someone like and that. someone is like bonsoir <laughs> and very fake but I think they hate each other but it's like whatever yeah sorry so then yes continue well so she's yeah it's nate's birthday she needs to go and hang out with him but mentalist comes up to her and is like well if it weren't for the stupid boyfriend i'd have to whisk you away right here and now and And listen i agree mentalist (laughs) but this is weird (laughs) and andy's like do you actually say things like that to people and he's like evidently so he just really like he loves himself yeah and then he's like well my editor for new york magazine is inside do you want to meet him and she's like um, okay. And he's like, I read your expose on the janitors and it was actually really good. Do you want to come in? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing so hard. Same. And so she's like, yeah, I'll come in for one drink. I don't know. She's like, no, I can't go. I have to go. And then he's like, give my best to the boyfriend. Little boy. It doesn't need a boyfriend or something. I think so. The script is wrong. So I think maybe he improvised saying late boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. I guess he would be like that to say that. Okay, so then she goes, okay, so she is in the apartment. It's dark. I don't know why Andy doesn't turn the lights on. I know she's trying to surprise him, but this is kind of creepy. But she's holding a cupcake and it has a light on it. And um, Nate comes in and he's like, and she's like, I'm so sorry. Okay, can we at least talk about this? And he's like, no, I'm going to bed. 
he's like you look really pretty and then that's all for the night and then I think um, it's like the next night when she's delivering the book, right? And like Miranda's just sitting there at the table where she's supposed to leave the book, right? Yes. And so she's like, hey. And then, um, <laughs> no, sorry, Miranda would never. But she's like, Paris is the most important week of my entire year, and I need the best possible team with me. And that no longer includes Emily. Wow. This is just when they're starting to become friends. Yeah. Um, she's like, you want no Emily would die her whole life is about Paris Miranda's like um I don't care if you don't go I'll assume you're not serious about your future at runway or any other publication and so Andy's like you're right I do need this or it'll be for nothing (laughs) so yeah um okay I have a question for you what would you do in Andy's situation I would go to Paris I would go to Paris too Emily's treated her like garbage treat Emily like garbage it's fine Get to get to that dough or whatever I'm coin. Like, <laughs> I don't know because <laughs> we kind of talked about this last episode, I think. But like, you just really have to look out for yourself with your career. I'm sorry, you make mm-hmm. you no, know, you do make friends with your coworkers, but also like, it shouldn't be. It should be separated. I think. And like most of the time, it's like they don't actually care about you. Like management no. doesn't. They they're all about the bottom line. They're all about themselves. They're in it for themselves. And like you should be too. And like you can be nice and cordial to your coworkers. You can make friends from it, but also like take the position from Emily because that's you need to advance in your career. You put in so many months of work. Like it's yeah, go to Paris. Yeah, I agree. And Emily, yeah, like you said, I, everything's right. But so the next day, there's like a new understanding now between um, Miranda and and, and uh, Andy. So like, because Andy is now doing things that like Emily was is doing, and Emily is actually getting the coffee and getting like scarves and getting like everything. Yeah, and Miranda puts her coat on Emily's desk instead. Um. Also, it's also there's a note in the script that Emily has the Arc de Triomphe or whatever as a screensaver. She's obsessed with Paris. I do feel bad, yeah. but it's like you'll reap what you sow okay <laughs> but um so then she's like don't forget to tell Emily yeah so then I think she calls Emily and then yes. she's like oh Emily I need to talk to you and Emily's kind of like she's a million things in her hands she's like walking through the streets of <laughs> New York and like she's kind of distracted and then um she gets hit by a car it's like mean girls getting hit by a bus yeah um so then <laughs> She's hit by a car. And then we see all the scars fly in the air towards the ground. Mm-hmm. And then Andy goes and sits in the hospital to visit her. I will say, I don't like Andy's outfit in this because I remember because it looks dated because I believe she has butterflies on her shirt. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand what? Yeah. Yeah. The whole look is very 2004. Um, but then we see her and Emily is makeup free and she's eating jello, I believe. And she's like, I eating carbs. Um, so then Andy has evidently told her. And so then Emily's like, I don't care if she was going to fire you or beat you with a red hot poker. You should have said more. She didn't say it like that. No. She's like, I didn't have a choice. And then um, and then Emily, and I understand Emily's sort of predicament, predicament, but also it's like, it is like you said, it's as Tom Hanks said, it's not personal, it's business. And um, she's like, what's get this about this whole thing is that you're the one who pretends you don't care about this stuff. You don't care about fashion, blah, 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 blah. Um, and okay. And also like just recapping, like Emily is not, she's not nice to Andy. And no, it's also like, 
I'm a petty person. So I would do me this too. for revenge if I were Andy. Cause I'm like, you've been would so mean to me. I'm going to take I agree. Like, <laughs> I very much agree. Um, yeah. So I like, I feel like Andy's being too nice, honestly, right now. Like, stick, like, I mean, yeah, go tell her in person. Cause she did get hit by a car. And it's really sad, but like, I feel like Emily is berating her still. And it's like, no, like you stop being mean to me. Like I came here for you. Yeah. I'm <laughs> nice about it. I'm in charge of you now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm first assistant. Yeah. So I just feel bad for Emily, but also it's like, this is just what happens. Like, um, you were mean to her, but also like this is business. Like you said, like she can't. She needs to advance her own career. Sorry, not sorry. So not sorry. Um, so then I guess her, and I kind of had forgotten this scene. Lily, her friend who is an artiste, she goes to the art gallery. And this is actually where things get a little. So she's like, I'm going to Paris. I wanted to show up and support you. Okay, blah, blah, blah. And then we hear Christian mentalist. Mentalist. <laughs> mentalist Christian. And he's like, I was just thinking about you. And he's like, I'm gonna, I'm going to Paris, and I was wondering if you'd be there. She's like, actually, I am going. <laughs> and then he's like, Great, I'm staying in a little hotel in the seventh, right across from the street from the falafel restaurant that will change your life. <laughs> she's like, I'll be too busy working. And then he's like, You'll have to find someone else's life to change. And then he's like, but that's just it. I'm starting to wonder if I can. And he leans in and he gives her a kiss on the cheek. And she's like, I deserve this. <laughs> I know. But guess who saw? <laughs> Lily. Lily. So Andy's like, shoot. Listen, Lily, it's just a guy I know from work. She's like, yeah, that looks like work. Listen, it's totally nothing. And then Lily's like, the Andy I know is badly in love with Nate. It's always five minutes early and thinks Club Monaco is couture. Um, but this person, this glamazon who schools around in corners with some random pop fashion guy, also fashion guy. Come on, you do you have any other name for him? I don't know. I thought that was Marcus. She knows who Mark Jacobs is. Like, I just am confused by her friends. That's all I am too. And I do think that it was weird. Like, I understand Lily for being like, "What are you doing?" I get that mm-hmm. point, but I feel like everything else, I don't understand why she's doing this. Oh Whatever. no, yeah, her her um behavior right now with the mentalist is really bad because she's with Nate still technically. Like that, but was you fun. can tell at this point. Things between her and Nate are over. Like, yeah, very clearly. Yes. <laughs> so Lily's like, have fun in Paris. And Adrian Grin- or Nate is like, you're going to Paris? <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. And Nate is like, I thought Paris was some big deal for Emily. And he's like, great. Now you're going to give me a hard time too. And then Nate's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. This is like the fact that he didn't know at night by this time where several hours have passed that she wasn't yeah. going to Paris. They're over. Cause I would tell totally my over. husband immediately, like I'm going to the Paris. first person you tell. Yeah. yeah. And just so kind of sad. Like you can see their breakdown right now. Mentalist is probably watching. From He's probably like Mr. Burns hands. Yes. Um, and so Andy's like, I didn't have a choice. Okay. And it's like, I know that's your answer for everything. Like, this job was forced on you. Like you have no choice. And she's like, okay, I know you're mad because I missed your birthday party. And he's like, what am I for? You hate runway and Miranda. You think fashion's stupid. You've made that clear. And then he's like, and then I understand. Well, I don't know. It's like, I, I, their fight just is very, I don't know. Yeah. He's like, Andy, 
I make port wine reductions all day. I don't know what that means. I'm not exactly in the Peace Corps. You know, I wouldn't care if you were out there pole dancing all night, as long as you did it with a little integrity. You used to say this was just a job. You used to make fun of the runway girls. What happened? Now you're one of them. And I mean, well, yeah, what do you think? Like, I get it, but also like, mm. well, I, I think what's happened is just they just have drifted apart. I think yeah. they want different things. Listen, while I do think it's horrible how they make everybody be double zeros, I would kill for this life, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to work for a fashion magazine. That'd be amazing. I mean, I wouldn't sell out like my relationship, but also they're not married or anything. So it's not like, I don't know. I just don't think that they were meant to be together. They just obviously drifted apart. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, um, kind of get yeah. where she's coming from, kind of get where he's coming from. Like yeah. you said, they drifted apart and it's just, this is done. I do think he could have been more supportive. Mm-hmm. And I do think she shouldn't have let mentalist kiss her on the cheek. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree. Yeah. And um, she's like, well, maybe this trip is coming at a good time and maybe we should take a break. And then he just like walks away and then she's like, Nate. And like, it's like reconciles, reconciliation. Right. How do you say that word? Reconciliation? reconciliation. Yeah, that's right. And Miranda calls and she's like, I'm sorry, just one second. And then this, I, this line was stupid. He's like, you know what? The person whose calls you always take, that's the relationship you're in. Like, come on, Nate, do better. <laughs> No, I kind of thought that was stupid too. Like, you know, you know how crazy of a lady she is. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So then he's like, hello, Miranda. <laughs> so like, she answers the phone anyway. So now they're in Bailey. Montage of Bailey. Bailey. And she looks sad, but also she's like, forget me. I'm in Paris now. Who needs that guy? Yeah. Obviously she forgets about him during the whole thing fashion show meeting i think that guy valentino or something i don't know <laughs> yeah valentino is there so so there, yeah it just shows them just like going right in through perry and stuff blah, oh, blah, blah. I have a fun fact kind of and i think it's valentino um he like loves anne hathaway he does he always so i follow him i used to follow him on instagram he doesn't really post because i think he's like 95 or something <laughs> but he does love anne hathaway i feel like he's done a ton of gowns for her in real life so i bet that's why they included him in this yeah and i guess in real life he said that like anne hathaway is like a daughter to him like he just loves her so that's just yeah. really interesting that she's in this and kind of cool yeah, i kind of like that yeah um so they're backstage at his fashion show i believe and so andy's like i'm rubbing shoulders with the elite and um so she's with and miranda sees the paparazzi blah blah blah. she's like i made it i'm in paris and then (laughs) then we see mentalist of course Uh and she's like i'm actually excited to see him yeah oh he does he's like where's the boyfriend or right something like that yeah she's like uh well we we broke up you know (laughs) just to trade trade just um oh okay, yeah <laughs> oh and then she's like i can't go out to eat tonight miranda has a dinner but i'll see you another time whatever so this next part is kind of interesting so we're in the hotel and miranda is in andy's no wait no i always thought she was in andy's room but i think she calls andy to her room yeah but she looks up and miranda's not wearing any makeup and is in a in a robe it's almost not that it's like she's ugly but it's just so different than what what she is always presented as and I think this was Meryl Streep's idea to be with no makeup in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, like, that's cool. Because yeah. I think it, she's right. It's very different. 
Um, but so she's like, listen, uh, we have to figure out the luncheon seating chart, okay? And so Miranda's help or Andy's helping her. She's like, first of all, put Jay-Z next to me. And Andy's like, wait, but there are your tables full. She's like, well, Stephen won't be coming. And she's like, oh, so uh, you don't need me to fetch him from the airport? And she's like, well, if you speak to him and he decides to rethink the divorce, then fetch him, fetch away. Like, I don't um, yeah, so she's getting another divorce and she's like splashed across six page, six page, page six, the housewives <laughs> all, all over page six. Yes. And she's dragon like, lady. Yeah, dragon lady. Snow queen drives away another Mr. Priestley. Rupert and Murdoch should cut me a check for all the papers I sell for him. <laughs> and then like, and then she's like, but the girls <laughs> so she's just spilling her guts to andy's like i have to go i can't do this okay but then she's like so she's like another disappointment another stepfather gone and then she's like the point is we really need to put, figure out where to put donatella because she's barely speaking to anyone do you think donatella saw that and was like what i'm fine <laughs> probably yeah sure she was offended and it's like and he's like do you just want me to like cancel things or like anything else you can do or something and like right is that what she says yeah and she's like don't be ridiculous why would you do that and then um and he's he's like okay uh, well is there anything else i can do and then Miranda's like your job (laughs) like okay (laughs) and then she goes to get i think miranda's itinerary for tomorrow with um nigel Mm mm-hmm and then Nigel is like, wow, your look is really good. Like, who did this? And she's like, oh, I put it together myself. And I'm also a size four now. And like, <laughs> oh, and then Nigel thinks he's getting a promotion tonight because there's like a giant meeting or sorry, is it the morning tomorrow? Yeah. He thinks he's getting a pr- promotion tomorrow. And he's like, um, I'm getting my dream job. So he's like, James Holt, Massimo, who I think is, is that the guy that is um, married to Aunt Becky? Rebecca Donaldson? Um, yeah. Hold on a so. second. Let me look this up. No, I really think so. But no, yeah, Massimo. Ma- oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm confused. I was confused. I'm my bad. <laughs> what but he's I like, this is the first time in 18 years I'm going to be calling the shots in my own life. And like, just really are happy for Nigel and stuff. Oh yeah. He's so yes. He's the partner, I believe. No, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was confused. Okay, so Wait, blah, blah, blah. we'll finish this in six minutes. I think we can, but do you think? <laughs> yeah, let's hurry. So Christian and Andy are now on their date and they're like, I don't know. <laughs> and so then they're like, oh my gosh, now you're you're crossing over to the dark side. You're a fashion girl now. Okay. So then they're just having romantic times and then they just go back and they go back to the hotel and they sleep together. Yeah. Um, she wakes up and then um, she like overslept. She's like getting, she, yeah, she's still at his apartment or no, his home hotel. Mm-hmm. And then she finds like, is it just like a cover or like, it's basically it's like showing, the- what is it? They say it's in the script. They say it's a mock-up oh. of a magazine. Like showing that Jacqueline would be the new run editor and editor in chief and so um mentals comes out in just a towel and he's like bonjour and then she's like what is this and then um he says oh yeah it's a mock-up of what american runway will look like when jacqueline is the new editor-in-chief yeah and um so like andy's like okay i need to like go warn um miranda and then there's also that one part which i don't know if i want to repeat (laughs) 
He's like, baby. <laughs> I know. Don't go. She's like, I'm not your baby. Okay, Andy. <laughs> He's cringe. Let's get out of here. Go, oh, Andy. So she's trying. She's racing down the street in her outfit from last night. She doesn't look so great, but she don't care. Miranda is her friend. No, not really. But she oh. dials her cell phone and, and Miranda's like, where are you? And she's like, what? Excuse me. I need to talk to you. It's about Jacqueline Follett. And then click. <laughs> Miranda had hung up on her. So she's freaking out. And so she goes to, there's like this, I think it's a press conference, right? Or yeah. something or whatever. Gal, I don't know. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, Miranda, she finds Miranda. She's like, I have to talk. She's like, leave me alone. Do not bother me again. And she closes the door in Andy's face. And then she's like, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So then they're at the, po- okay. So sorry. They're at now at the, um, the event, whatever it is, the press conference, whatever. So Miranda's there and everybody's there. Christian's there. Uh, mentalist is there. I mean, that's Christian. And so Nigel is like, um, he thinks that Miranda is going to announce that he is partnering with, or no, he thinks that he's already with James. He's going to be James's James Holt, his partner whatever. And yeah. his company, whatever. Okay. So Miranda is like, listen, you guys, this is about James, but it's not an important night for me. It's just not, not only important for runway, but for James and he'll be uh, partnering with like a giant company, blah, blah, blah. And he will be doing it with Jacqueline Follett. <gasps> oh, betrayal. Betrayal. So Nigel's like, what? And so Andy and Christian mentalist is also very confused. So we find out later. Um, so Nigel's obviously not doing so hot. He's like, I'm betrayed. Blah, blah, blah. So then I believe it's later. And I think they're, aren't they like leaving a place or whatever mm-hmm. okay so they're go- i think they're about to go back to new york so um miranda then they're in a limo so miranda talks to andy she's like you thought i didn't know you tried to warn me so miranda's like listen i knew what they were wanting to do they wanted to replace me but i figured i'll keep my thing at runway and then i'll recommend to irv the guy the investor guy that jacqueline and james would be perfectly great together yeah and so then she pretty much just like Nigel stuck at his current job and did not get the job he was looking wanting. Um like Andy's like, I could never do that, like what you did to Nigel. And she's like, Well, you did that to Emily. Which is, I guess, kind of true. Fair. So then Andy's like, wait a minute, who am I? So then she, I don't remember, I think she's walking around or something, and she gets a call from Miranda and she just tosses her phone in a fountain. Yeah, because like Miranda had said, like, yeah, I see a great deal of myself in you. And she just was like, I don't want that. So she just leaves. Yeah, jumps out of the car. And that's kind of it. Like she doesn't work for runway anymore. No. So we see this later. Andy does look more fashionable. She looks more like Andy. So that's the one good thing. I think she was able to just be more fashion, but still be herself. And um so let's see. So she, I think she meets with, um, trying to get another job. Yeah. She meets yeah. with like the head of HR of a different magazine or something. And then it turns out that like Miranda gave her a good recommendation. And so like, she's kind of got everything she wanted. And then, um, she also makes amends with Nate for some reason. <laughs> I know they don't get back together. Right. They're just friends. Right. I don't know. No. There's, you don't know. Yeah. He's like a sous chef now or something. I don't know what that means. <laughs> and then, um, so Andy is like, well, my life is finally in order. And so then we also see two. Um, she like runs into Miranda. She sees Miranda and then Miranda doesn't really give her any, but doesn't give any like recognition, but she just smiles. And then yeah. that's kind of the end of the movie. Yeah. 
So really, truly an amazing movie. Um, I recommend everyone to go watch it. Um, yes. It. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked it. It's been, I, and the thing is like, I've seen it so many times, like I could just replay everything in my head. Same. Like, I do love it. And I do love the clothes, even though they're from 2004. Yeah. But I do love them. It was fun. It's a good movie. And allegedly based on um, Anna Wintour. So yes. kind of interesting. Um, but yes, if you could please go follow us at an evening in the Ots, um podcast on Instagram and evening in the Ots pod, that would be much appreciated. Yeah. And give us a five-star reviews on Spotify and Apple. That'd be great. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs>